Have you ever seen the movie Fight Club? If so, you're about to start living it, minus the bruises. If you've never seen it, you probably should because it's a genius movie. The rules are similar when it comes to intermittent fasting. The first rule of Good Girl Gone Omad is you don't talk about Good Girl Gone Omad. Why? Once you start talking about it, you're going to sound like a psycho. Have you ever really tried to explain fasting to someone who isn't close to the idea? Hi, I'm Kay Dorellis, your host of the Good Girl Gone Omad podcast, a go-to resource for women looking to learn more about their health and happiness through intermittent fasting in a world that's constantly telling us to do more, be more, and eat more. They're going to be shocked. They won't understand it. And they definitely won't understand why you are volunteering to go without food for any length of time. But what if you start coming around your friends and family and you look more healthy and fit? I'm sure they'll acknowledge the new you. But once you tell them how you're getting these results, they're going to assume the worst and start thinking you've gone crazy. They might say things like, well, why do you have to fast? Why not just lower your calories instead? They can't really comprehend why you want to develop your body in this way because they've seen other people accomplish similar success without going to the extreme of fasting. I'm a believer that most times it's not the messenger that's wrong. It's the ears of the listener. This is the reason why you don't talk about Good Girl Gone Omad. So why do we talk about Good Girl Gone Omad? It's because rules are meant to be broken. So I want to jump right in. While on my personal journey of fasting, I noticed patterns of hurdles that were happening to me. And I want to share with you the top five barriers that you might encounter on your journey so that you can be on the lookout for them and know how to handle yourself. So the first one is hunger. When you first start fasting, you're going to learn exactly what it really means to be hungry. Hunger pains are going to hit you from every angle. And just the sheer idea of you not being able to eat whenever you feel like it is going to be so foreign to your body that the sound of your stomach growling is going to be louder than the fireworks on 4th of July. I'm not joking. But I mentioned this in my previous episode where I talk to you guys about um, what's going on in your body during intermittent fasting. Your body doesn't want to be hungry. It'll do everything it can to maintain some sense of normalcy. And that's what we call homeostasis. So everyone that has fasted ever has experienced hunger. And trust me, you'll get to a point where you no longer feel those sensations. So the more consistent you are with fasting, the less hungry you're going to feel over time. And one of the benefits of fasting is that it's going to normalize your ghrelin levels. And ghrelin is a hormone that tells your brain you need to eat. It's also called the hunger hormone. So I'm sure you're thinking the only way to tame this ghrelin hunger hormone when it gets out of whack is to eat, right? So that you decrease the production of ghrelin. But that isn't always the solution. 
this notion of starvation mode always gets me fired up because most of the information that you'll read online will say that not eating will increase your appetite so much so that you're going to overeat. And that's true to an extent. So, for example, if you don't eat after three, six, maybe even eight hours or so, guess what? You're going to be hungry. But if you've been around somebody that fast, like me, that hasn't eaten in the past 16, 20, maybe even 24 hours, we're not starving. We're no less or no, no more hungrier than someone that simply missed a snack, right? So the world will have you thinking that if you don't give in to your hunger at that moment, that you would become like ravenous and you would start to pick out and binge eat. But what they fail to tell you is what's on the other side of that hunger. If you're able to outlast that hunger pain that is so annoying that you just start to eat something, let me just tell you that that ghrelin hormone is also responsible to stimulate the release of the growth hormone, which is crucial to cell regeneration, growth, and maintaining healthy human tissue. And it does this by breaking down fat and building muscle. So there's a lot more to gain by really powering through those times where you feel extremely hungry. You're gonna adapt, your body's gonna adapt and this new type of eating, this lifestyle is going to become less and less foreign the more that you do it. And you'll start to understand what it means to get hungry out of need versus out of habit. Number two is discipline. Anybody that tries fasting, no matter, I don't care which method you decide to do, deserves a standing ovation. Yay! There is a certain quality of discipline that we have that not everybody else shares. And I want you to be proud of that if you practice intermittent fasting, because it takes a special type of determination to go through periods of not eating when our entire culture revolves around eating food. There may be moments when you feel weak and you feel like you're not going to make it because food is all around us, whether it's a vending machine fast food restaurant, grocery store, convenience store, restaurant apps, meal delivery service. Like, I mean, everywhere we turn, we are confronted with eating. So the challenge to stay consistent is so heavy, y'all. My beacon of light has always been that this is a lifestyle for me. This change that we're doing is going against the norm of society in general. Nobody is going to cradle us in and hold our hand and protect us from all the temptations of this food that we have around us. You're going to have to develop an iron will if you think about making this your, your new normal. It's not going to be easy, but nothing worth it is really, right? But just know that you're going to be doing something for yourself that feels uncomfortable right now. But the long-term benefits of intermittent fasting are so insane that you would be crazy not to continue. And the thing is, as far as your discipline goes, if you fall off the wagon, it's okay to jump back on. Like, don't beat yourself up about it. If you fall off, come on back, girl.
All right, number three, let's talk about negativity. People will discourage you. Let me just say that again. People will discourage you. They hear that you're fasting and they think you're starving yourself. We know this because in their minds, you are taking like these severely desperate measures to meet your goals. And that's when, I love it, like that's when their medical expertise shows up out of nowhere and you start hearing things from, from your friends or family like, you know, you're going to make yourself sick or your body is going to hold on to anything that you eat. And you're looking at them like, when did you become Dr. Quinn, medicine woman? They may even say to you that you're in a cult and, or my personal favorite is we're training for the apocalypse. <laughs> the best way to deal with negativity is to do your best to avoid it, period. Do your best to avoid and hold on to those people that actually get it. Not everybody is going to get where you're doing. Even if you're dropping like serious weight and you just posted like the best photo of your life, people are still gonna be nasty. They're gonna whisper. They're gonna talk all types of crap about you. Well, you know, she only eats one cracker a day. Another thing I'll say, <laughs> I'll say to that is never think that you have to explain yourself. If someone is genuine, like genuinely interested in what you're doing and you know who they are, then I would say, tell them, tell them what you're doing, share. But then there are those who are just really fishing around for information so they could judge you. So don't feel like you ever have to explain yourself. This is something that I live by the majority of my life because, well, I'm weird. <laughs> I'm different. I'm, I think I'm all that. I'm bougie. I'm street. I'm quiet. I'm ghetto. I'm intellectual. I'm ratchet. I'm all of those things. And I don't really fit into one box. You get it? So the moment I feel like people around me are just you know, fishing for information and just trying to be really negative, I get real quiet and I will remove myself because that's too much talking for me to do to be trying to explain myself. Like seriously, outside of fasting and what you're doing for your health, do this for your own sanity. Get around people that really just get you. Like they don't have to be like you and love everything that you do, but life is just so much more beautiful when you're around people that get you without the negativity and without the judgment. Okay, number four, enablers. It surely makes fasting a hell of a lot easier when our friends and our families support us. But that's not always gonna be the case. Honestly, I think it's because they don't really know how to support us and it's not their fault. They don't know what to say. They don't know what to do. The concept may be so foreign to them and they just aren't sure like which direction to take. They don't know whether to invite us out or offer us a beverage or food. I cover this exact topic in detail in my previous episode on how not to be socially awkward while intermittent fasting. And I honestly believe it's more awkward for them to socialize with us than the other way around. So the onus is on us to help make people comfortable with our new lifestyle instead of getting upset. 
So don't get upset if people are enablers and they're offering you food and they really can't empathize with your journey and your new lifestyle. You can always come over to me. (laughs) I'm always here. Join us and the other good girls going OMAD on my Instagram page if you really need to plug in with like-minded ladies because I know it's very difficult out there to get around people that just get our lifestyle, that really understand that don't offer us food and invite us out to eat all the time. Um, It gets to be a little bit daunting if that's what we encounter all the time. So don't judge people. They really want to help you. They just don't know how. But you have to try to make people comfortable once they understand what you're doing, that they don't always have to offer you food or make things difficult or even revolve around your schedule. They just have to just be themselves. And that way you can be yourself. Oh my goodness, are we on tip number five already? All right, tip number five, maintenance. Have you ever thought about what you'll do after intermittent fasting? Like maybe you were wanting to lose eight pounds, 10 pounds, maybe even 30 pounds. Once you hit your weight goal, if that's your goal, then what? I'll tell you, you keep going. Again, fasting is a lifestyle. It's not a diet that you try and you quit and you quit and you try and you try something else. The health benefits of fasting alone rival any diet out there, extending like beyond the weight loss. You're going to normalize your insulin levels, which is key to managing your weight and glucose levels. So beyond hitting your weight goal, think about how you're going to manage, okay? You're going to increase your HGH production that helps with burning fat and gaining muscle mass. So think about like when you sleep or when you do hit um, hit exercise programs, like you're tapping into that production that is essential with you meeting and keeping your goal, right? And most importantly for me, as I learn more and more about this, is autophagy. Like, oh my God, this is the reversal of the aging process by helping you clean out old and weak cellular parts. So when I think about life after intermittent fasting, like once, once I started this, what was going to be the next step? And the answer is like, yes, yes, I'm going to continue on with fasting method. And I hope you will too, because most of the time people that try intermittent fasting do get results. Um, they really, really do. And what you want to do is you want to stick to the method that got you the results in the first place. So I plan on doing this for years to come. Yes, I, I go between different methods. Some, some weekends I'm more relaxed than others, but in no way, shape or form can I ever go back to any other diet. I may adapt some diet, like while I'm eating, I may do like a Mediterranean influence of meals or maybe I'll try Atkins or some other diets out there. But as far as like my pattern of eating or the windows or hours in which I eat, this is life. Fasting is life, y'all. Fasting is life. Those, those benefits that are still being studied today go beyond just the fitness and the weight 
the weight goals that we have for ourselves. There's so many health benefits and longevity benefits that I hope that you continue to, you know, learn more or keep coming back to my podcast. I'm going to tell you everything that I know about this, but really this is a long haul. And that's why I really want to invest in you guys and make sure that you get the right information because it's going to be a lifestyle. This is not a sprint. Hey, so I want to know what you guys think. I wonder if any of you out there have experienced roadblocks. Let me know. I'm so curious because I feel like um, people go through these things a lot when they're on their journey of intermittent fasting, but we don't really talk about it. We're just like, go out into the world and try not to eat anything for, you know, X amount of hours. And it feels good to really talk about some of those roadblocks that we encounter. So let me know, either send me a message on my podcast or reach out to me directly on Instagram. I would love to hear some of your stories. Um, a healthy and active lifestyle, no matter which method, which diet, what, what fitness program you choose, it's not easy. If it wasn't, everybody would have their ideal body and their ideal health and we wouldn't be here talking. So I want to just say congratulations to you for starting out on intermittent fasting or continuing on this lifestyle if you're already doing it. Congratulations to you just for just living life on your own terms because I know it's hard, but girl, you got this. Bye, you guys. I'll talk to you soon. The podcast you just heard was published with Anchor. Got something you want to say to the creator of this show? Send them a voice message using the Anchor app, free for iOS and Android.